Welcome to Digital Marketing for Contractors, a podcast for home improvement contractors to help you crush your lead goals and take your business to the next level. Join us each episode as we give you powerful insights and practical tips on the best digital marketing strategies to help you grow your home improvement business. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to Digital Marketing for Contractors. This is a podcast hosted by Fat Cat Strategies. We are a digital marketing agency in Raleigh, North Carolina. My name is Janet, and I'm the founder and managing partner of Fat Cat. Today, we have Caitlin with us, and she is a co-owner. Say hello, Caitlin. Hey, thanks for having me back. Yeah, I'm so happy to have Caitlin on the call. Caitlin is our account manager extraordinaire. She leads so many... Uh, development of new tactics Thank and strategies you. and works with so many of our amazing clients. Yes. So um, anything you hear me say, I likely learned it from her. Oh. Anyway, so what are we talking <laughs> about today? Today, uh, we are talking about the digital marketing buying journey. Yeah. Caitlin, what is that? It sounds Ooh. mysterious. Yeah, no, it's um actually something pretty important to know. If you're going to get involved in digital marketing, which you're listening to this podcast, so obviously you're interested in it. I think it's important to know how to market to the leads that will be coming in through your website, through ads, through, and then how to follow up with those. I mean, digital marketing, I'm really like trying to sum that up, like through your website and through ads. That's digital marketing. Right. So somebody went on the thing called the computer (laughs) and they saw your company and they engaged with you. Yeah. And so, you know, what we're talking about today is not necessarily somebody who's done the click to call and they've directly landed in your call center to book an appointment. Yeah, that's lucky. That's the gold (laughs) star. That's what everybody wants. We're talking about those homeowners that maybe they're not ready to book an appointment, but they're interested. And so some of the things that we've seen um, in that like longer buying journey, our clients will have all kinds of PDFs and guides. Like one of your clients, Caitlin, you were telling me has a guide, like what to expect when you work with us. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. As soon as a form is submitted through the CRM, an automatic email gets kicked out that just says, Hey, thanks for inquiring with us. Here's what to expect next. We're going to be calling you. We're expecting to schedule an appointment. Here's what should happen at the appointment. I mean, it's a really nice So you're almost teaching the homeowner how this interaction is going to go down. And so is that delivered as a PDF or is it delivered as the, in the text of an email? So both, you know, we all know that the audience that we're reaching is of all ages and we love them all. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, So yes, there is an attached PDF. Some of our, you know, Customers, clients love to be able to print out something and like look at it and have that. Yeah. So your client yes. that has this this yes. uh, aging in place a- division, yes, is an aging in place client. Yes, in the Midwest, very successful, yes. and so they have this option on their website. You know, learn what it's like to work with us, and then that is delivered as a PDF. And yes. what you're saying is, depending on the age group, yes. the recipient of this amazing <laughs> and beautiful PDF might actually print it out. They will and. And, and study it and it, highlight it. And then when the sales rep gets to the home. They, they'll use it as a checklist. Yeah, like, oh, this is, we're on step seven. Right. No, it's awesome. And it'll also be in the email too. So that's, that's one example of what we're calling this journey. Yeah. And so what? let's talk about what yeah. we mean by journey. journey. Right. So, you know, you're listening to this podcast and you're motivated to generate more leads so you can grow your home improvement business. But you know, as well as we do, that not everybody is ready 
to no. give you a deposit check today. No. They need to do their homework. Their price shopping, their maybe. Their price shopping. They may not really fully understand all the options yet. They may know? think they need their siding replaced, but then there's water damage involved. And right. They you may know. not know their windows also have to be replaced. Right. right. You know, so your buyers are on this journey where they go from not thinking about this project at all. It's right. not on their radar. Then it starts to become this little blip on their radar. <laughs> Maybe they're thinking about it. They start to do some research. Their neighbors, their might neighbors be getting, might be getting yeah. like an awning installed or right. a beautiful like, deck ooh. done, and they're like, "Oh, I'm I'm thinking about that." So when they're at the beginning of this journey, they are gathering information. Yes. But if you come at them too strong and try to get in that home and get an appointment, you could scare them off. Absolutely. So nurturing is obviously really important. And I think there's different levels when you're planning out your digital marketing strategy of the types of leads that you need to expect. You're going to have leads here at Fat Cat. We call them BOFU. That's bottom of the funnel. You're going to have leads who literally knew your business. Yeah, they know your name. They've already done their homework. They're at the end of their buying journey. They're ready to pull the trigger and they want somebody to come out with a tape measure, figure out what the deal is and give them a quote. That's the bottom of the funnel. Always encourage to make sure you're bidding on your business name, you know, if your budget permits. That's just, it's critical. They're, okay, they're, wait, wait. Ah, I'm sh- jumping ahead. <laughs> you strayed from the topic. I'm sorry. We were talking about nurturing and Caitlin's just slipped into I'm talking so about excited. PPC. But you definitely need to go after those BOFU leads because they will close faster. Now I'm back on track. Okay, back on track. Back on track. So we took, we took a, we turned left <laughs> I down a little excited. side street talking about. I think we have a PPC paid ads. Podcast you've probably but what we're talking about today is nurturing <laughs> right. and the digital buying journey. So let's talk so, about that tofu mofu yeah, and bofu because yeah. it applies. Bring it. That's back. what it is. That's the journey. So, the top of the funnel is what they are. They're that next door neighbor. That it could maybe is even a mofu. That the top of the funnel is somebody who has started to think about about a project that they need. Maybe I want to build a deck. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we should replace the siding before we move. Maybe our bathroom is ugly and we need to get that old stained (laughs) tile with that nasty grout replaced with a beautiful acrylic jacuzzi shower surround. Yes, yes. Maybe, maybe my roof should get replaced. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe I need uh, my kitchen cabinets replaced. Right. Whatever. Yeah, the underline bold and maybe and italics is maybe. Yeah, that's the top of the funnel. Maybe one day I might do this. Correct. So then we so we call it tofu, mofu, and bofu. So yes. what's mofu? Mofu they is move from maybe to what? So they've got a home improvement project in mind. So I would say they've moved from maybe to probably. Probably. So now like, okay, we've identified that there's something in the home or that needs to be fixed. And now we're starting to research exactly what that needs to be. Whether it's, for example, so you go from, for example, I want to fix my bathroom. That's top of the funnel to, I really need to replace that bathtub with a shower that yeah, a barrier-free walk-in shower. Right. That's a is that a, I would consider that a mofu absolutely term, mofu right? instead of I need to enhance my curb appeal and you know yeah that's a nebulous <laughs> phrase at best to I have done the research and I know I want fiber cement siding that's in, in Arctic white yeah, yeah. oh love that yeah. um <laughs> that's a great search um. 
So yeah, so that's a more specific middle of the funnel. They're probably not only at the tofu level, but at the mofu level, they're absolutely vetting other companies. Um, yeah, so if we if this episode is talking yes. about nurturing people on that journey, yes. I think the message that we're trying to deliver is if you can configure those pieces of digital content. So you're offering something on your website. You might be offering a buying guide or a color guide. There might be, you know, a bunch of really beautiful pictures that come from your manufacturer. Let's stick with siding for a Mm -hmm. minute. You know, we work with a lot of contractors across the country that are installing a fiber cement siding product. So you may offer some sort of brochure that people can download where they can explore colors and profiles and options and trim. Right. That is probably either a tofu or a mofu lead. They're in the maybe or the probably category, but they haven't asked for you to harass them (laughs) about a free in-home estimate. And they may not even know like what kind of price point they're looking at. Yeah, they may, they're still gathering information. Yes. So if you want to nurture that prospect along the buying journey, what you can do is you can offer that brochure on your website. Yes. And then when you configure that form to connect to your CRM, right. then you can make a decision. Do you want to put that prospect in your calling queue? Right. Or maybe you don't want to put them in the calling queue. And we've seen it done both, both ways. ways yeah. So let's say you don't put that prospect in the calling queue, but you put them in a segment that's a longer term nurture play. Yep. Then you could have them download that guide, that color guide of all of the fiber cement color options, and then they're going to be kicked into a nurture sequence where maybe they get one email a week for 10 weeks, and it's all automated. That's what we're talking about, nurturing along the buying journey. Now, your aging in place client, you told me the PDF that they offer, how to work with us. Now, those get dumped directly into a call queue. They do. But I think you told me that the call center scripting is slightly different. So what's different about that call center scripting? Yeah, no, definitely. So if you are sending out a piece of content immediately, as soon as somebody requests a quote on your website. Or request the content. Request a content. um, And you're planning on following up with them immediately, which I do not disagree. You should. They, They contacted you. Be aware of that. Be aware that they receive something via email and acknowledge it on the phone. Acknowledge it in your scripting. Hey, we just emailed you earlier, you know, today. Have you checked your email? Go ahead and let them know. And and their their answer is maybe no. Right. Um, so so I guess the, the point that you're making is the owner or the sales manager or the marketing manager went ahead and thoughtfully made a decision. Okay, we're going to offer this piece of content that's more... At the top of the funnel, it might take longer to nurture. And then they made a decision, okay, yes, we're going to put all new leads who fill out that form into the call center script, but they took the extra step to go ahead and write a slightly different tone for the script and to train the call center people to treat those prospects with respect and a little bit differently. Because those prospects, what they asked for was a guide about how to work with you. Or what they asked for was something like the color guide that we mentioned. They didn't click a button, say, get a free in-home estimate. Now, a talented call center person (laughs) could absolutely turn that into an appointment. But when you first get them on the phone, your scripting should probably be a little bit different. Yeah, I think that circles back to this digital marketing journey that we're talking about and understanding 
that when you do choose to care about digital marketing, whether it's SEO, PPC, just having a nice website presence, you're going to bring in leads of all kinds and just being aware. And they may not all be ready to pull the trigger right now. Exactly. Even though you want them to pull the trigger right now. (laughs) We we do too. I mean, we're wanting those leads to close as quickly as you guys are. And it's just important to have some content to support the leads that still are not ready. And I, I know we talked for a while about guides and PDFs and what to do on that front. I do think there's some other ways to Oh, yeah. Nurture. I think you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. remarketing. Oh, see, now she's going to let me talk about PPC. Okay. <laughs> now you can talk about PPC, Caitlin. <laughs> Again, if you are going to be running an ad or in general, please ask that you have a tracking pixel on your website. What is a tracking pixel? Yeah, no, a tracking pixel, you know, Google offers one, Meta slash Facebook offers one, and it allows you to, the technical word is cookie, right? Mm -hmm. I know you love talking about cookies. I love cookies. (laughs) (laughs) And that cookie basically keeps a track on you as the user who hit the website to be able to be followed around strategically with an ad, whether it is through Meta, whether it's through Google, but it's something that should be fired automatically. That's the technical word. As soon as somebody hits your website and engages with something. So I'm going to translate yeah, that please. into something that maybe my grandmother could understand. <laughs> um. <laughs> hey, at least it sounded smart. <laughs> <laughs> so what Caitlin is saying is you've got all these digital marketing campaigns going. You had somebody visit your website and fill out a form, but maybe they didn't answer the phone or they requested that piece of content And we talked about nurturing them with a specific follow-up script. What she's talking about with remarketing is on the digital side, we can now show a very specific ad just to those people who visited your site and filled out a form. And we're not showing it to a broad audience. We're only showing it to those people that have engaged with your digital content in some way. So when we do a remarketing campaign, we can actually tailor the messaging and the images exactly exactly to nurture yeah. that that prospect that hit your website yep. but they're not really ready to schedule an appointment and we'll level up so you should definitely be remarketing to folks who filled out a form on your website but didn't D- haven't turned into an appointment yet you should yet. definitely be doing that but what you should also be doing is you can track people who hit your website and didn't do anything other than hit your website and click around. And so those, those are, are really two different remarketing are, audiences. Yes. You're hitting those strangers that didn't fill out a form with an ad that's following them around the internet. You know what I'm talking about. It's happened to all of us. It's happened to all of us. <laughs> You're shopping for hiking boots. I never or... submitted a form on that website, but why am I getting an ad for yeah, this? Yeah, you go to Cabela's and you're looking at that <laughs> backpack fishing tackle box. It's super cool with right. all of the pockets and the zippers. And suddenly you see that doggone backpack everywhere. everywhere. That's a remarketing ad. Yeah. And that's another way to nurture someone who never gave you their information. Yeah. To- all they did was 
commit the crime of going to your website. (laughs) (laughs) And warm them up, y'all. I mean, make sure that messaging educates them about who you are as a business, your reviews, any current promotions you have going on, before and after photos. And I think that can be applied to both sides of the remarketing Yeah, so what you're saying is not only can we leverage remarketing to nurture people Mm -hmm. in that buyer's journey, but you're saying we can drill deeper and have slightly different messages for that person that hit the website and didn't fill out the form versus a message for somebody that hit the website, filled out a form, but now you can't get them on the phone. That's right. Mm, I love that. I love that. So that is what I'm going to be allowed to talk about with the remarketing PPC side of things. I know we already talked about email marketing and what to do there. If they did fill out a form, follow up via email, via text, you know, respectfully, with a good Yeah, cadence. we haven't really talked about texting in terms of right. that buyer's journey. Right. I mean, it's super important. I mean, a lot of people don't want to pick up the phone these days and by phone pick up the phone to answer a call. Yeah, but to they'll... speak to another human. <laughs> Annoying. Um, we hate humans. <laughs> but they will respond to a text message. So there's tons of different platforms out there that offer. Yeah, and there's a lot of platforms. There's a few that you guys have probably heard of that specialize in integrating with really popular CR in the home improvement space. And so if you can connect a texting platform to your CRM, then you can configure automated messages to go out to different segments of folks that, again, filled out a form. Ghosted you. And ghosted you. Yeah. Ooh, they're gone. (laughs) Well, you could just start texting them to warm them up. And all that can be configured with some automated messaging. And then as soon as their disposition changes to mm-hmm. appointment set, appointment, you know, mm-hmm. lead issued, appointment yep. confirmed, demoed, yep. demoed, then we can kick them out of that text campaign. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we can do to nurture those leads into sales on the front where they're a stranger, they hit your website. Yeah. And they didn't fill out a form, so we're going to send them a remarketing message. Right. Or they downloaded a piece of content, and now we're going to hit them with a drip campaign, an email drip campaign. Educate them. Educate them. You can nurture them by altering your call center scripts, depending on what content they interacted with. I have another. What's your other idea? Yeah. So in addition to that, I mean, if they have filled out a form, ghosted you, this is a more costly option. but. They've given you their information. I mean, postcard them with QR codes back to your website with before and after photos. Again, might be creepy and annoying, but if somebody filled out a form on your website and you never were able to schedule that appointment, there's nothing wrong with hitting them with a mailer just to say we're here, we have an offer, we're ready when you're ready. Didn't you have a client like two years ago? It wasn't a postcard play. It was a direct mail play with mm-hmm. like a letter. Oh, yeah. No, we're still doing A personalized that. letter. I what? was talking about that today with somebody. Yeah, we'll do it for all types of leads. But for the instance of this uh, digital marketing buyer's journey, again, somebody who filled out a form, we never got back in touch with them. It literally looked like it was a letter from the owner that was mailed in an envelope. It looked like it came from the business. Um, and we've had... So it doesn't look like, quote unquote, junk mail. It doesn't. It looks yeah. like a personalized letter. Yeah. And I mean, and it's it's a soft ask that, you know, we're ready. You know, we've got, you know, availability. We want to help you. Let's get that project completed that you're thinking about. I just um. remembered <laughs> something that we did years ago. Oh, no. This was a client who, you know, has since sold his business and retired. And I think he's traveling around the country in an RV. Lucky him. (laughs) We did a postcard campaign with a little girl who looked really sad sitting in front of a phone. And the headline said, 
was it something I said? <gasps> and that postcard oh. went out to demo no sales. Oh, that's The sales great. rep went out into the home. They measured, you know, the project area. They gave them a quote. And then the homeowner ghosted the company. That's great. And so we created a mailer that was like a blatant, like, hey, we came out, we met you. I mean, and it said this. This yeah. was the copy on the back of the postcard. Right. It was like, hey, we met, we talked, we thought we had a connection, right. and now you won't call me back. Uh, I <laughs> it was kind of fun. And that would be good remarketing. I mean, ads. Yeah. I mean, there's technology now these days where, again. Yeah, you could take that same image and the same message and yeah. do it in a remarketing and ad. Follow, what changed your mind? Yeah. Um, let's talk for a second. I love that about like the types of messaging, though, to use in this journey. I, I know I quickly said it. Janet just talked about doing some, you know, rehash messaging. But I think messaging that resonates with somebody in the digital marketing journey, they've hit your website follow them around, like I said earlier, with reviews, your five-star reviews, share customer testimonials. What do you mean follow them around? Yeah. You're talking about yeah, remarket. with those remarketing yeah, ads. Remarket You're now talking them. about the content in those ads. Yeah, okay. here's the content to use. Like use customer stories, um, share the customer stories in your emails, link to those customer stories in your text messages. If you're going to mail something to them, send a hyperlink. Give them proof that other customers were happy working with them. Yeah, other cu customers in your town, in their neighborhood, yeah. used your business yes. and loved it. Sharing a review and or like an actual video testimonial is great messaging during the journey. I've already said before and after photos of real projects. And if you have permission, use the town. Like use like say the town that you did that project in. It might resonate with somebody. Other messaging you can do in this journey to nurture them. We've talked a lot about content marketing, a lot about the guides that you can follow up. A lot of your manufacturers already offer these guides, and I'm sure they'd be happy for you to just go ahead and send them out. Yeah. So check in with your manufacturers um, if you didn't want to take the time to brand something yourself. You know, we've talked quite a bit about going from zero yeah. to <laughs> appointment set. Right. But that's only a part of the journey. Right. You know, the real conclusion of that journey is they buy and yes. then the project is installed. Yes. And I think that's part of that digital marketing 100%. customer journey as well. So tell us a little bit, Caitlin, about what are, what are some of the campaigns and messages that you use with your clients for customers who've bought? Oh, Thank you. Yeah, that closing part of the customer journey is critical. I think you're, it's there's what we all want. It's all we, it's what we all want. So you've got them already. They've sold. Absolutely. Always ask for reviews. You've got to build those reviews. You've got to, got to, got to ask for referrals. If you don't have a referral program, definitely think about building one out for referring somebody who sets an appointment and referring somebody who sells other messaging. I guess we talked about, ref I know, I'm like, those are the two big ones, ours, referrals, yeah. reviews. Referrals, reviews, and if you it, if you install more than one type of product, right. a cross-sale. Yeah, exactly. It might be too not, uh, aggressive, not too you know, like if they've just written you the final check. Yeah, delay that for like a year, 18 months, you yeah. know, in terms of that messaging. But just thank them, like leave a good reputation. Yeah, I would say start with a thank you. Yeah, and there's also tons of good partners out there that offer great post-sale 
you know, support, support. And, you know, we help a lot on that front in terms of making sure those people aren't getting ads anymore, you know, making sure they're not getting emailed anymore, unless it is a re, you know, post sale email. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of one of those awkward moments, (laughs) but if, if you've got all this really cool digital marketing set up and automated email messaging, one of the most awkward things you Ugh. can do is hit somebody with a message about your, you know, summer promo offer. Oh, cringe. Cringe. And they've just had the project installed. Yes. It's an easy, just, it's an easy mistake to make. But your partner, your marketing partner, your marketing team should be able to remove somebody from an email list. So yeah. And use your CRM. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, and to put a bow on this whole yeah. thing. None of what we're talking about is possible if you don't have good data in your CRM. Now, that's not entirely true because some of the remarketing that we talked about for the strangers, like if somebody hit your website, yes, we can hit them with a remarketing ad. But if we're talking about these nurture campaigns, content campaigns to nurture people on the journey, to thank them, and then make sure you're not sending them with an aggressive, like book an appointment now message when they just made a final payment. The only way you can get those messages synced up and lined up to the right people is if the folks in your staff your salespeople, your project managers, your call center people are updating the contacts in your database with the right dispositions. Yep. This, yeah, exactly. Your marketing partner can only partner with you so much if you don't have good data in your CRM. So it, this I'm going to do a little plug for yeah, a nerd Please, nerd please pull. use your CRM. You know, I know we prefer to only work with home improvement companies that are actively using their CRMs. It makes everybody's life so much easier so and much so much easier. more profitable. Oh, yeah. Good word. But yeah, I know this seems like a lot. I don't want you guys to be deterred from doing nurture follow-ups. Go after all those leads. There is easy technology. A lot of your CRMs already offer it. But reach out to your marketing agency. Reach out to us. We've got lots of ways we've helped other companies with it. And if you have any other questions, you know, visit fatcatstrategies.com backslash call to book an appointment or just visit the website and read the blog. We've got lots of other good content. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for joining us on an episode of Digital Marketing for Contractors. We hope you join us for another episode. Thank you. Digital Marketing for Contractors is created by Fat Cat Strategies. For more information, visit fatcatstrategies.com.